My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-993-1358. That's 800-993-1358. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny. I am so busy right now posting on our Instagram a very important post. Go to Radio Law Talk. It's at Radio Law Talk on Instagram. So um, I'm going to see if it posted. It's very important that you look up our Instagram post. I'm going to it right now. This is important that you want to hear about at the very beginning. It's a picture of Todd Cunin. <laughs> he just saw it. Of our host, Todd Cunin, and what he does during uh, the show. I'm not talking the break, the show. And you've got to see what it looks like. It's at Radio Law Talk. So I'm just, I'm not going to tell you. We're just laughing about it. <laughs> Let's see. Todd sent me a text. goes, this is what I'm doing while, we're, while the show's going on. Um, we're going to have a great show today. We're talking about uh, the Elizabeth Holmes trial is starting out. And that is about the blood testing Machine and uh, Silicon Valley, and, and we're based out of California here. And we, you know, Silicon Valley is right near our backyard. We know a lot of people down in the in the valley, and uh, there's some interesting things. There's a lot of the big billionaire, millionaire tech people live down there. And uh, her trial is starting. We're going to tell you why and what's going on. We're going to lay out the background for you too. This is a very interesting case. Then we're going to talk about R. Kelly. Again, everyone's innocent until proven guilty, including Elizabeth Holmes and her partner. And then uh, R. Kelly is innocent until proven guilty. No! Yeah, whether you believe it or not, that's the way we are. And uh, then we're, but we're going to have a case or no case. Um, but remember, uh, if you want to call us, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234. Or uh, email us at info at radiolawtalk.com during the week if you want to email us. Um, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. We're not giving legal advice and, and all that preliminary stuff we have to go through in order to make this a show that is legitimate, right? Get ready, Cal, because the people are here for one reason and one reason only, as I say, and they're here for Case or No Case. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! All right, here we go. Andy Chrisman and his family drive every day on a gravel road that leads to their place in rural Minnesota, 
a road that has disappeared. No, no, no. It's a road they can see and it's a road they can drive on. But it's a road that, according to the county, isn't there anymore. The Crispins bought the property and the road a few years ago, and the county maintained only a part of the roadway that stopped at the Crispin property line. So they went to the county and said the rest of the road should be maintained. But the county said, you know, we haven't touched that road in over 40 years, and we're not going to fix it, and we're not going to maintain it. This made the Crispins live it. So they decided to get their big city lawyer and try to impose their views on their neighbors and the town when it comes to the road, which is the question I really ask you. Is this a case or no case, Denise Dirks? What say you? Case. Okay, go ahead. I believe that it's a case. I believe that um, because the county had been maintaining the road prior, that they had a reasonable expectation that the county would continue to maintain that road. And if it used to exist on the county records as being a road and now it has been taken off the county records, I find that very suspicious. And I'm going to say that it's the case. And the county has to put them back on the map. The road back on the map. That's a, that's a good conclusion, Denise. Thank you. Mr. Penny, what do you think? Is this a case or, or not? This is super easy because I know exactly what's going on here. Cal Hunter lives in a rural area, and he's ticked off at the county right now because <laughs> no, they've got a bunch of potholes in the roads. I've been by the roads. they got little potholes, and they need to be repaired, and he's mad, and he's, and he's going to make a case or no case out of it. This is not a case. This is about Cal Hunter's life up in his northern California little town. That's it. No case. Well, Redding is not that little. And I actually have pavement by my house and, believe it or not, pavement all the way out to the bathroom. Anyway, okay. <laughs> okay. That's nice. <laughs> Todd Kunin, this what do you case, say? This case actually speaks to a very detailed conspiracy theory and the nefarious actions of government in trying to cover up a tragic accident. When a chicken had crossed the road and was hit because it was not marked correctly and to avoid liability after they got rid of the chicken's body, which might have happened near KFC, they went ahead and (laughs) obliterated any evidence of the road. So the chickens next of kin, egg one, egg two and the hen would come along and they wouldn't even know where dad chicken was. Okay, this is no case. No case. I was no like, case. what are you on about? <laughs> well, a chicken did cross the road. I was and, riffing. And, and there was some interviews to why and no a lot conclusion. Of Mountain Dew in him no right conclusion. now. That's right. A lot of Mountain Dew in him. All right. So. Let's, let's find out what's going on. Todd and exciting. Denise say no case. No, I know. I say no case. I said no case. And Denise, Denise you said. Oh, yeah. Well, I said no case. Uh, Wait, no. no. You said case. I. Did I say case? Yes, yes it was like your case. one word. Oh, I said case, and they have to put the road back on the map. Yes. yes. Oh, that's right. That's what you did. Okay, and nobody's going to let you out of that, and we don't want to. For those of you who say this is a case, that would be Denise Dirks, and I say congratulations, oh. Denise Dirks. I just took the lead, folks. <laughs> the court ruled. Now, this is interesting. The court ruled that the state of Minnesota has a 40-year Law. If a municipality or county has not meddled with a road on private property within 40 years, they are no longer obligated. The Christmas lawyer said that's a misapplication of the law, Your Honor. So they sit in their new home on land they cannot legally get to in a town with neighbors who are, shall we say, not exactly fond of them and their big city ideas. And yes, they plan to appeal. And, yes, that is 
Case or no case. So congratulations. Cal, that's a great one. Thank I you. like I that. Like you, you got two good cases so far. Next hour, one even better. The case of the pudgy lady, the sports bra, TikTok, and the gym. <laughs> that's Wait a minute. Say that up. again. Those four the words. Pudgy lady. Pudgy lady. TikTok. TikTok. Sports bra. Sports bra. <laughs> And her gym. And her gym. Yeah. Sounds like a song. Oh, Todd, is. Is it, we'll wake up a song I during the break. I country a lot. Yeah. Um, I have to check. I'm tied with Fred because Uh-oh. I didn't get two points. I only got one because I said they got the road map back on the map. Yeah. So I said case, oh. and they won, but there's case. That's a one-pointer, yeah. Good, okay. good. Thank you, Denise, for being honest about that. That is so awesome, Denise. That, you know what? This is just – we have so much fun. Yeah. I I propose giving Denise an extra point just for honesty because none of us would have caught that, but that's just me. Or or a half of a point. I don't think that's fair because you guys would never get that extra point. I now re- I rescind my proposal since nobody seconded it <laughs> in a timely fashion. And that was very close to getting two points myself, so I don't want to be giving away points here. <laughs> That's why the saying of this show, it's the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. Because most of the time, I'm going to change it, though, and say, this is the most exciting, entertaining, and rarely informative show on earth. How's that? <laughs> That's far more accurate. That's more accurate? Okay. Yeah. So if you think you're getting something out of this show... Just turn it off. Turn your. Just turn everything off because we're just having fun. We're, that's yeah. what we're here for. Yeah, you know, we're we're going to cover a case here in a little bit about somebody that's in trouble because they they promised more than they could actually deliver. Right. And you know we don't want we don't want to be running afoul of that principle ourselves. Right. So, yes, you're not going to learn anything here. You heard it here first. You know what? I I forgot. <laughs> I'm going to do a shout out. I had a, a individual call me that says he never almost never misses the show. Listens to it almost all the time, and I don't want to give his last name because some people don't like to be shouted out nationwide, nationwide. But Steve P. is last beginning of P. Thank you for being a listener every Saturday. He says he rarely misses it. Appreciate that, Steve. Appreciate thank you, it, Steve. Yes, thank you, thank Steve. you, Steve. We'll be back after this. We're going to talk about Elizabeth Holmes' case coming up. As Fred said, there is more Radio Lot Talk coming up right here. If you'll stay right there, we will continue with the big broadcast. And boy, is it a big broadcast coming up in just a little bit right here. Don't go away. So you're telling me there's a chance. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 
Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans, and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-710-3739. That's 800-710-3739. Are you struggling with a high cost of prescription medications? How would you like to save up to 90% on your medications and have them delivered for free? Now you can with one simple call. Yes, save up to 90% on many of your prescription medications by calling A-plus BBB-accredited healthwarehouse.com based in Florence, Kentucky. No gimmicks, no coupons, no cards to use. And all prescriptions are FDA-approved and safely sent to your home with free delivery. Here's one example of your savings. A 90-day prescription of generic Lipitor can cost $90 at your local pharmacy. Healthwarehouse.com offers the same medication for about 20 bucks. Find out how much you can save on your prescription medications and get free delivery with one free call right now. Call 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. That's 800-734-1229. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. I like the Amadrosa Valley. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. Great to be back to talk about the uh, Elizabeth Holmes case. This is a very interesting case. This stems out of the Bay Area, Silicon Valley, where uh, all the a lot of entrepreneur techs are or, or, uh, that uh, people congregate to now is actually changing. A number of them are going to uh, Texas and and apparently Tennessee, but mainly Utah has what's called Silicon Slopes. They call it now, and a lot of lot of the Bay Area people are moving to near Salt Lake City, Utah, in this place called Silicon Slopes. And there is Adobe's, one of their main headquarters is there. It is every, it's one of the fastest growing 
tech areas in the United States is this area in Utah. And the reason I say that, I've been there, and I have an office not too far from there. And why am I bringing all this up? Because Elizabeth Holmes came out of Stanford and has a very interesting background. Let me just say a few little things that people probably don't know. And just so you know, most of you probably have heard about her, but many of you have not. Very, very young lady at the age of 19 started her own business. But her father, she grew, she grew up in Washington, D.C., and that's where she was born. Her father, ready for this? You guys know what her father did? Cal, do you know what her father did? An ambassador? Nope. Denise, do you remember? I know he wasn't president. Nope. <laughs> Ca- uh, oh, Todd, don't look it up. Todd, do you know? Uh, he was a father. <laughs> her dad was vice president of Enron. And if you guys know what Enron oh. was, that was the famous... Uh, that's another scandal. Yeah, isn't it? that's the company that went bankrupt for accounting fraud. And He uh, didn't oversee the pension plan, did he? I don't know what <laughs> that happened. That would be problematic. But Not he, anymore. <laughs> dad was the vice president of Enron, which tells you she comes from a very, um, I'm going to say, well-to-do family, and I assume a very uh, accomplished family. And she grew up and then went to Stanford University. She was at Stanford for one year. And while she was at Stanford, she met with a number of professors, and she did – what was she, Denise, engineering? She was yeah, she was an engineer. An engineer, mm-hmm. and she was there for one year. In fact, I've seen an interview with one of her former professors who who uh, she brought this early um, – uh, this little early little business that, and thing that she wanted to do. And I'm trying to think of the name. Real-time of, cures. Real, that's it. That's right. Go ahead. So real-time yeah. what? It was called what? Cures. Uh, C-U-R-E-S. Right. And that was out of Palo Alto. That's right. California. That's right. So basically she's uh, – she had this little idea that she's going to take – and I guess it came from that the way she puts it, she didn't like needles. And so she – you know, wanted to get a little bit of blood and be able to take tests with a little bit of blood and find out information about you instead of drawing two, three pints, whatever they do. This. <laughs> I hate that. You guys sit there and they stick the needle in. I don't like that. I'm telling you. And that it's the needle doesn't even – that's not the thing. I have to look away. It's that you see the blood coming yes. out into that little thing. I can't look at that or I'll just go – Yeah, I get dizzy, kind of woozy. Yeah, I don't like to see yeah. that. And when they do it for me, they're taking out like three or four of those yes. things. It's a lot. And then it's like, why? Wait, you're saying that lawyers don't like to see blood? Wait a minute. We like to cause blood. Uh, okay. <laughs> we just smell blood in the water. Usually. Yes, that's right. We smell blood and we came after it. But we, we usually that's aren't right. the victims of vampire-like behavior because out of professional courtesy, they leave us alone. And so it's 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 foreign to us to actually see the blood being drawn from it. Actually, we're shocked that they even found any. <laughs> well, so, who's so, like that drop? Yeah, in yeah. There. Go ahead, draw my blood. Good luck finding something. Oh, wait, I uh, I do have blood. Wow. <laughs> Exactly. You know, I was like, oh, mealtime at the Cullen household. Nice. But you know what we can do? We could smell blood. That's the <laughs> that's usually what we've learned to do. Yes. So anyway, so she comes up with this great idea that she's going to get a drop of blood, and she's going to use a machine, and this machine's going to be able to tell a number of things and ailments that you have through this drop of blood. And you think about the technology, how fast technology's going. Again, I'm not jumping on her side, but she is innocent until proven guilty. And the technology... You know, of her saying, you know what, someday we're going to have where you just look at a, a drop of blood and that's all they're going to need. And they're going to be able to tell a lot of things instead of drawing out 
three pints or whatever, not pints, what do they call it, little vials, three vials, four or five vials. I love it when they put the vials next to you. There's like six of them lined up. And I do. I go, uh, what do you have six vials for? Oh, that's how much I'm drawing out. Oh, man. Hold on. Lay me down instead of me sitting up. You know she got this idea watching some episode of Star Trek. That's you know, exactly what I'm saying. You know, to look at it. Oh, yeah. Sure. So, uh, so anyway, he's got cancer. He's got five vertebrae out. He's got influenza. And apparently he's a jerk. You got all that from the blood. <laughs> and a low IQ. And a low IQ. That's right. <laughs> and the representation that was made was that she could test or this machine could test for 240 different types yeah. of diseases. Right. And defects, and that may not be true. That's pretty much what's coming down. Of course, the but. disclaimer language, we test for it. Now, we don't pass those tests, but we do test for it. <laughs> it's like an aptitude test. That's interesting. So, yeah, so what happens is she, she starts this, uh, brings this business up to a couple of her professors, one by the name of Phyllis Gardner at Stanford, and basically they said, it ain't going to work. Oh, yeah. Not going to work. Don't even try it, you know. But she finds an advisor in the dean of the School of Engineering by the name of Channing Robertson and uh, backs her idea. Now, I don't know if it's a – what Channing? Is that a man or a woman? I don't know the name. But but backs the idea and is one of the first board of directors on this. And at 19, she starts this business at age 19. She quits Stanford. She goes one year, maybe a year and a half. She walks away from a Stanford education, which is crazy, and uh, renames the company Theranos, right? And a gifted public speaker, apparently. Oh, well, and, and there's the argument about her voice, right, Denise? That's there. right, that because she – she it, it's alleged that she liked to be Steve Jobs, right? That she respected him, and so she talked in that kind of a baritone-sounding voice and had black – turtlenecks on and the image that she gave was very cool and calm and collected um, and plus she's a very stunningly attractive woman but she would talk like this yes. to me it's almost fake i'm sorry but i am not saying her, her family says it's not but we'll be back we're gonna talk more about this interesting interesting case i think we should do the rest of the show talking like this I believe just, so. Just for fun. I'm in. <laughs> Denise's was the best. Thank you, Denise. That was great. We'll be right back with more Radio Law Talk in just a little bit. Stay right there. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM. You can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. 
And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Copays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. I've got to Stop whining. You are a loser. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. Yeah, Elizabeth Holmes, that is not boring. Elizabeth Holmes, the uh, Theranos, uh, we're talking about that case. We're, we're laying the background uh, on it. If you want to call in, it's 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-LAW-RADIO. It's uh, 855-529-7234. You know what? Uh, so we're talking about our history, and so she starts – you would love to hear our – and we're going to get into it in detail about what we talked about during the break. But So the, 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 the company starts out, and she's getting investors, right? And Todd brought up a good thing, I mean, a good point, which is they're called venture capitalists, not guaranteed capitalists. And there's a lot of companies, by the way, that start things out. And again, we're not on her side. We're arguing the defense side. Uh, maybe the defense listens to us and they and they figure out. But this is some good arguments that we're saying. Look, the hallmark of innovation is when somebody hears an expert, quote unquote, say, you can't do that. That will never work. And they come back and say, well, watch me. And then they make something happen that everybody said couldn't happen. She idolized Steve Jobs. Let's use that example. He was yeah. told you're not putting a thousand songs on a device about the size of a credit card. Watch me. And he did. Okay, and so she's looking at this. You're saying I can't I can't with a drop of blood go ahead and create a machine that diagnoses this. Well, I think we've got to start here and we get venture capitalist investors. Look, if you are a venture capitalist by its very term, its very nature, you know, there's a risk involved in the investment. Now, that's where it starts. So, So to the extent the government is trying to argue that she had to have a perfected product before anybody should have invested, and if she didn't, and, and people are going to look at that and start to come away with that idea, well, if, if we operated under that ideal, nothing would ever be invented, ever, right. ever. That's exactly right. So she, she receives $92 million in venture capital money to, to in 2010. Um, to get this thing rolling. Well, she's getting it rolling. She uh, has a small amount of money at first investment into it, some venture capitalists. Then she she gains more of $92 million, And then she kind of kept it quiet. And uh, then when they announced the big Walgreens, that they were going to go into Walgreens, right? Walgreens invested, I think, over $100 million into it, 100 and some odd million. Um, uh, and, and they started setting up Walgreens, you can come in and, and have a little little booth thing, a little kind of booth there. You get tested. 
and 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 that's when they they kind of went viral. That's if, when if when she effective, hit. Fred. It would revolutionize medicine right. as its practice, especially because right. Walgreens, remember, was just investing in getting clinics in each store. Right. They haven't done that yet. They wanted to get right. clinics and then get this blood test, and boom, boom, it would just change the world. Well, and only change the world. But For guess work. what? If they get that, then get they're going to have a lot more people walking in their clinic, their area, their you store, bet. and buying things. And so by that time, so 2004, she gets 92 million. By the end of 2010, I'm sorry, she had more than 92 million in venture capital money. Then it goes up more and more. She's actually uh, building this company, and they got up to 800 employees. We're going to get what, what, you know, we're going to go back and get into what, you know, where there's some issues uh, in this case uh, or with what uh, she's trying to claim this machine did. And the machine's about the size of a, at first, the size of a, a, a a printer that sits on your desk, right? Um, approximately that size, and it's supposed to do two hundred and some odd different tests, and that was what their what their uh, argument was. But guess what? It, it wasn't right, and it, and it wasn't working perfectly. But again, that's that's the whole purpose of being a new tech company. How many different versions come out until things are right? So that's what she was working on. We're going to get into what their argument's going to be. Well, but they're here, still working on Windows. <laughs> yeah, no, you're exactly right. Yeah, they're still working on uh, a WordPerfect too, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I think that was one. So then, so then she comes out in 2014. We're just going to lay this out, and I'm going to have Todd and Denise get into a couple of the, the details. And this is what I love. In 2014, Forbes... Uh, put the value of Theranos at $9 billion, wow. and she was one of the youngest. They noted her as the youngest uh, entrepreneur to uh, or a person to make be worth a billion dollars in, in her own uh, company. Uh, uh, she By the 2014, her name appeared in 18 U.S. patents and in 66 foreign patents. They raised more than $400 million in venture capital by the time uh, around 2014. So this thing was growing and it was taken off. She had, you know, established, they had agreements with Cleveland Clinic, which is a very well-known clinic for doing research and stuff like that. And she had up to 800 employees and she's in the Bay Area. So build all that up. What happens, uh, Denise, with the Wall Street Journal? What 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 starts to occur? Well, they or, start investigating. Or, right. And why apparently there's some employees that start to come to them and say, look, and come to this uh, by the name of John uh, Carreyrou, uh, came to him and said, look, there are some issues with this machine that really does not work very well. And there's a lot of negative you know, or false uh, uh, test, tests. And, and, and they start investigating. That's, that's the Wall Street Journal. So, right, and they find out uh, that the machine is only being used in a very small amount of times. So the testing's like instead of 240 different tests, it's a, kind of limited down to 15 different tests, right. and that it's not performing um, as well as it has been expected. Yeah, I watched a program. I can't remember which program it was, and they interviewed one of the guys that actually – he was a tech guy, and he said he was a little embarrassed by this, but he went in and told the Walgreens and got it tested, and it said he had diabetes, and he was in perfect health. He was a runner, and, and sure enough, his doctor said, no, let's get another test, and found out he did not have diabetes. But, you know, there, there's a lot of stories like that. So, But what happens is this investigation – by the Wall Street Journal um, and and uh, 
thinks there's some some real issues there, and these whistleblowers are, are claiming, look, this is not working like she said it is. Yeah, and, and what happened as a result of that investigation, the first time a governmental entity really stepped in, the first big one, was with the Securities and Exchange Commission. And and, and the reason why it's, it's the SEC is, look, anytime that you are getting investment dollars, people to invest in your business, and they get a portion of the business or a, a return as a result of their investment, that's when the Securities and Exchange Commission comes in. And Show me the money. Exactly. And so what ended up happening as a result of that was they had to pay a fine. They had to pay um, a lot of folks off. And it pretty much, with the SEC involvement, gutted the business. They went from worth $9 billion down to nothing. And they resolved... A lot of the financial issues, if not most all of them, through the SEC right. issue, and then after that get got wrapped up, then the Department of Justice comes in, and now they now they go after her criminally. This and, is no and, fun. And, and this yeah, is this, this is tough because if they make any statements as part of the SEC investigation, they make any payouts, anything that they do as part of that. Well, now the government's going to try to use that as evidence of their guilt to prove the criminal case. It's similar to me to kind of a Cosby type situation where you think you're resolving it in one arena, and then once you've got it resolved civilly, now they come back and try to use your involvement in the civil resolution to prosecute you criminally. So it gets to be a little bit tough, but that's what she's facing now. She's had criminal charges she's been facing since a grand jury indictment. It's been pending, what, two years, delayed because of the pandemic and the birth of a child right. and things her, like that. Her and her partner. She's got a partner also. She's actually a... married. No, she's no, married to yeah. the uh, the guy that is the Evans Hotel guy. That's right. right. That's right. Right, right. But, but I mean, her original partner. Is He's involved. also facing criminal charges. Right. But here's well. the thing that's interesting. So, this is what her quote from her, and then Cal, I want you to comment really yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, so, a quote from her when this is all came down from the. From you know the Wall Street Journal that basically says you know saying all these things it's not what they, she says it is and she's exaggerating claims if not if not not telling the truth is what kind of generally it talked about uh, not specifically so don't quote me but uh, she said a quote which is kind of right she said this is what happens when you work to change things first they think you're crazy then they fight you and then all of a sudden you change the world. Well, and that's why she she loves Steve Jobs so much, you know, because the guy has changed the world, right? And so has, to tell you the truth, you know, Microsoft. All that, that's changed the world. So I'm not, we're not on her side, but we're we we're at Radio Law Talk. We want to lay out both sides because all you hear is how bad she is and she's an evil person, you know. De- but you know what? If it isn't for people that are out there trying to invest and build businesses, they're whatever they're building. A lot of times takes a long time. Now, don't get me wrong. You better be careful when you're accepting money, Todd. And I agree with you. The, the second you take directly talk, at me. No, I agree with you. <laughs> the minute you're taking money, you're going to be scrutinized more. Absolutely. Cal, take us out. What you're well, two say. things I was going to mention. One is, of course, you're right. The point is that that product better start working. And, and the government now all of a sudden knows her name. And looking at what they say in the Army, the worst thing that can happen to you in the military is for the command structure to learn your name because they're on you all the time. Right. And so now she has investigators who know her name and they're turning over every rock and every piece of paper. And, you know, if the product works, shame on them. If it doesn't, shame on her. That's all right. I can say. Yeah. We'll be back after this. Stay tuned. There is more Radio Lot Talk coming up right here. So don't go away. 
Radio Law Talk can be heard on radiolawtalk.com from 9 to noon Pacific time every Saturday. That's radiolawtalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. Infectious diseases spread by pests like malaria, Zika, and Chagas disease are causing a worldwide health crisis. Fortunately, here at home, we don't face the same level of threat, but we shouldn't let our guard down. Mosquito-borne diseases like West Nile virus and Zika are impacting communities across the U.S., and Lyme disease spread by ticks is on the rise. Whether around the world or just around the block, get the facts you need to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. 
You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170-800-738-0170-800-738-0170-800-738-0170. I like the Amadrosa Valley. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So Elizabeth Holmes' trial is starting now, and, and, and now we're going to talk about some of the arguments. So what happened is the government got involved, in a, and there was a great federal grand jury uh, that was sequestered. And they, now a grand jury, just so you know, hears evidence of only one side. They don't hear – the defense doesn't get to argue their case. It's so um, – you know, the fact they say, oh, the grand jury go ahead, went ahead and said they – they don't indict them, but they say there's enough evidence there to go to trial, but defense doesn't get to argue. So don't, don't play into that at all. And that's, one, that's the only the negative thing I've always thought about a grand jury to me that shakes my head going – and I get it. It's to say if there's – preliminary, if there's enough just to get, get this case going, Right. But, you know, that's – but people look at it nowadays with how fast, you know, information flies. Oh, look, the grand jury already uh, said she needs to go to trial. Uh, but no, the grand jury only heard one side. I mean it, I can't remember who it was, uh, but it, it was – there was a famous quote that said, "You from a grand jury, you could indict a ham sandwich um, depending on how things are. It's, when you – when matters go before the grand jury – there's no defense there mounting an entire defense like a jury is weighing the prosecution evidence versus the defense evidence. It's just the prosecutor presenting this evidence so the grand jury can make this determination. Simil- Whether or not there's a prima facie case, right? Isn't it, that really what it's underlying? Do you meet all the elements? It's, of- it's very similar to in a criminal case when a judge conducts a preliminary hearing. Do we have the basic evidence? Is there enough evidence – I'd like to describe it this way. Is there enough evidence here so that if we went to trial, we wouldn't be absolutely wasting our time? Because after doing all this, we find out there was one piece that you needed and it wasn't there. And we could have figured that out like five months ago. Are all the elements there? But in a prelim, the defense lawyer is there. In a prelim, the defense lawyer is there. But again, Uh all I'm saying is the grand jury is there essentially making the same inquiry that a judge would make at a prelim. Right. And, uh, and, and But there were issues with the grand jury. That's one that I That's right. thought was most interesting. Um, because it happened in a pandemic, the grand jury was not selected from just like a cross-section and, and arbitrarily selected and, you know, all that. They were actually picked out. And so now she's – part of her um, appeal, if you will, um, will be – whether or not the grand jury was selected in the manner that it was supposed to be selected um, and, or was the jurors improperly selected. And I find that to be an interesting argument. I want to know what happens with that. So, so here, here's my thought on that. And, and I know that the prosecution is coming back and, and they're asking the court to 
not adhere to that argument, not to toss the case, because essentially the defense is imputing suspicious or wrongful activity or that the, the grand jury acted improperly in, in looking at the case and reviewing the evidence without any evidence whatsoever. They're just imputing that based upon a change in the circumstances by which the grand jury was selected to begin with because of complications due to the pandemic. And, and I get both of those arguments. If, if I'm the prosecution, and this goes back to a comment that I've made in a lot of the cases that we have covered, she's not going anywhere, right? She is, she's not going anywhere. You pretty much know where you can find her. She's got no money. And so the, my, the thought here is, well, what's the rush? Why not? Why, why couldn't we have waited until we get a properly selected grand jury and then go ahead and seek the indictment on a case this big? And we remove that out of the purview. The only issue being what if the statute of limitations is going to run? But it's usually a three, four year statute of limitations. They're probably well within that. It, it, the idea gets back to this. You have to be careful as a prosecutor winning on too many issues that, that might come back to haunt you on appeal if an appellate panel says, yeah, that was an issue. Because if, if, if you get too close to that line and your case does not pass scrutiny on appeal, you're back to square one with no conviction. you got to start all over again. Exactly. And I think she's raised that in this matter too early. I think she's actually raised that issue too early because this isn't for the trial court to decide that issue. It's an an appeal issue, and it will be at the end of the case and not right now in the beginning. With one exception, and and that is they want to make sure that they raise the issue because if you don't don't raise an issue at all – on uh, in your trial and then have the trial judge overrule you say that's not an issue and move on. You can't raise it for the first time on appeal. Right. So they had to raise it, probably knew they weren't going to win on it. But now it's out there and appellate attorneys will have something to work with. So the uh, plain, uh, the prosecutors have already you know, laid out their hand and they have uh, proposed 280 witnesses. I mean, repeat that. They've listed 280 different witnesses that they may be bringing in. Is that a cumulative problem? I would think yes. But um, don't forget her her, uh, COO of the company is also being prosecuted. His name is Ramesh Sunny Balwani. He's also uh, bringing in, and and they've all pled not guilty. But she's going to argue a couple of things, and this is what we've discussed. First of all, she's going to argue a mental disease. And what the, basically the mental disease is that this Sonny, uh, her buddy, basically um, in, in a way, um, I'm going to say uh, manipulated her without get, getting into detail. But uh, they, they had a romantic relationship in addition to the business relationship yeah, going yep. on. He yeah. verbally disparaged her. You know, he withdrew his affection of her, uh, controlled what she ate, how she dressed, how much money she could spend, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Denise brought up, uh, and again, we are not saying what to do. We're just we're just arguing both sides, especially defense. What do you do to def- as a defense lawyer for Elizabeth Holmes? And we brought some very interesting. Things. Denise, um, I think you know has a as a as a great perspective as a woman attorney, and 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 I think you kind of nailed it when you mentioned a couple of things. Uh, which first is we discussed. 
look, I'm a woman in a man's world here coming into this tech company, and I'm disrupting things. And there's no doubt. And you're saying this is what she should focus on instead of the issue of the boyfriend or uh, yeah, being abused yeah. by the boyfriend and being manipulated by the boyfriend. That makes her look extremely weak. And I don't think that that's the face that she showed. And I don't think that that's going to be an adequate defense. What's the, the one? But the one you like is that we discussed is, look, technology is always evolving. You know, this op-ed or whatever came out from the Washington Post and damaged us so we couldn't finish what we're doing. How many times, and again, we're not on her side, we're just arguing, we're arguing as if we're the defense. How many times have companies come out and screwed up at the very beginning and whatever their technology is, and it's gone through a hundred transitions before it's right? I'll tell you another reason why I think that what might be a good reason for why they're going with this um, everything you mentioned and the other guy was the heavy and and what have you and it's for this reason if you're going into a trial now you always want to have the positive game face on we're going to put on the best defense we're going to do whatever but sometimes you can look at the evidence and you know what conviction is very likely here if you look at a case and you know conviction is very likely but you're still going to take it to trial Oftentimes, a lot of the evidence that you're putting on is not really for the jury on the thumbs up, thumbs down guilty. It's for the judge who's going to impose sentence because a court – I mean this has a 20-year uh, max is what she's looking at if, if she got maxed out. But the court's going to look at a lot of things. For example, was she a prevalent player? Did she – was she the mastermind in a scheme or was she a puppet? Somebody else was pulling the strings. Who was the heavy? What was the extent of your involvement? How many people got paid back because of all of this stuff? Are you still living this lavish lifestyle even though everybody else has lost their, their fortunes and what have you? And the more she can get evidence in that somebody else was the mastermind, she was the victim, that is used and aimed more towards sentencing – and boy, it's gravy if you can get a juror to buy off on it, but it's really aimed at the judge for sentencing to get the lowest sentence possible. This is exciting news. Well, we're, we're going to end this. And hour three, we've got a lot of things to talk about. We're getting into R. Kelly. McDonald's is having some issues. Nirvana's being sued. We ABC News has got lawsuits coming against them. We've got all kinds of things to talk about hour three. So hang on. Keep with us. We really enjoy talking to you about the latest topics. We'll be right back. More Radio Law Talk coming up. Hour number three is coming up here in just a little bit. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. 
A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral cost skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate lock, call Life Care at 800-916-3594. 800-916-3594. 800-916-3594. 